Are you ready to take full control of your physical, emotional, and spiritual health? Are you ready to experience great success in your life? Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. will teach you the tools and strategies to help you take control of your health and inspire you to live your best life. Now here is your host, Dr. Diane A. Thompson, M.D. Welcome to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. This is a show that is designed to inform and inspire you to a healthier lifestyle. I am your host, Dr. Diane A. Thompson, and as always, it is my pleasure spending time with you on this broadcast with the goal that you may learn something that may take your life and your health to a higher level. Well, we are live on Atlanta's incredible radio, 1570 AM WIGL, and we're here every Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, you know, I encourage you to join us at 6 o'clock where you'll have Anthony Williams with Real Talk and stay on with me from 7 to 8 for Health Talk. So you'll spend two awesome hours right here on WIGO, getting the knowledge to get your life in order. I also want to let you know that you can listen on your mobile device. The TuneIn app allows you to listen to radio stations all over the country. And simply download the app. It's free. Once you've downloaded it, then go ahead and search for Health Talk with Dr. Diane Thompson. Uh, I will show up. You click follow, and it's as easy as that, all right? My archives are also found on iTunes. You can also find them on my FMG radio page, which is fmgradio.com forward slash Dr. Diane MD. I also have archives on Blog Talk Radio, which is blogtalkradio.com forward slash Dr. Diane Thompson. And if all else fails, please go to my website at drdianethompson.com and all my archives there as well. And you can also sign up for updates when you get there. So uh, please go on over to my website. I also have a very active Facebook page. So I encourage you to come on aboard. That's facebook.com forward slash Thompson. And when you get there, please like the page, leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear. This show is really set up with you in mind. I mean, the goal here is to inform you, to inspire you. We want you to have healthier, happier, and a more inspired life. So share with me what you want to hear, and I'll get those information over to you. I also am on Twitter, and my Twitter handle is at Dr. Diane MD. And you can also find my radio show on Stitcher Radio. So I am everywhere everywhere. So you have no excuse. You can listen to archives all the way back to 2012. All right. I do want to remind you that the information provided on this broadcast is purely for educational and informational purposes only, not intended for diagnosis or treatment because I don't know you as an individual. And so you should speak with your healthcare provider before making any changes to your health. I also want to share with you that later on in the second half of the show, we have an awesome interview for you. Yes, I said it, awesome, with Yvette Jackson. And Yvette is a woman who grew up in Jamaica of 
poor Amin's who suffered sexual abuse as a child, and she indicated that there was a pregnancy that occurred from that. She went on to have some abuse during her marriage. The point is she went through a lot, and in her 50s, Ivet decided to take up modeling and acting, and she has had quite a bit of success in both areas. And, you know, I tell you, when you listen to these interviews, maybe you're not going through specifically what Ivet went through, but you're going through your own thing. And the important thing is the process. You always want to learn the process. What is the process that someone took to get them from where they were to where they are? Because that's the same process you're going to use in your own life, even if your situation is a little different. So very inspirational woman, very inspirational information and interview that you'll get from her. So I encourage you to stay for the second half. And it's a two-part interview, so you'll hear one half today and the second half next week. All right. We'll share with you the quote of the week, and it is, every day is a second chance. And that is so true. Every day does provide for us a second chance to go at whatever it is you were working at, whether it is the healthy lifestyle that you were trying to achieve and you fell off the wagon, or uh, maybe it's your life's purpose and you have somehow abandoned that search or or something took you off course, uh, whether it's the relationship that you are trying to heal and you've walked away from it. Um, Every day is a second chance. Every day provides a second chance. So I encourage you to look at life that way. And even if you messed up the day before, it's okay. Today's a new day, all right? All right, so tomorrow is uh, July 4th, and I want to wish you guys a happy and healthy Independence Day. I wanted to share with you today some summer safety tips in general, but I'll put some particular emphasis on the July 4th holiday, which is right upon us, because there are unique things that tend to occur around July 4th, and, you know, my goal is to keep you guys healthy, and and so I'm going to remind you of them so that as you partake in the festivities tomorrow, that you pay attention and you probably make some conscious decisions so that it stays healthy for you, all right? Now, the first thing I wanted to talk about, and this is not necessarily with July 4th, although we do see it, uh, but more so with the summer month, and that's water safety tips. This is with drowning. A few weeks ago, there was this really tragic event that occurred. A lot of people saw it on Facebook. In the Jamaican community, at least, people talked about it quite a bit. In the Jamaican Observer, they mentioned these nine-year-old twin boys who drowned. Apparently, one kid fell in the water. The second one, his brother, jumped in and tried to save him. They both drowned. And I, you know how sad that must be for a parent to have to deal with, uh, not just the death of one child, but both of them at the same time. And I wanted to bring this up because, unfortunately, drowning during the summer months is not uncommon. And this is particularly in the minority community. 
Uh, let me just say that the statistic says that every day about 10 people die from unintentional drowning. And most of these people tend to be children that are age 14 or younger, okay? And unfortunately, many of these children are minorities. And one of the big reasons is many minority kids don't necessarily know how to swim. Aside from that event that occurred with the two boys that I just mentioned who were from Jamaica, a few weeks after that, there was another drowning in New York, in the Bronx, two cousins. I think they were about age 13 and 14. They drowned in the waters of the Bronx River. Apparently, there was a sign there that said no swimming. There's clearly no lifeguard, but they jumped in and both of them drowned. Very sad situation as well. And aside from the fact that some of the kids who are drowning aren't able to swim, the other thing is nobody talks to them about water safety. Parents kind of assume, I think, that these kids will take heed, they'll know they're not supposed to do certain things and they won't do it. And the statistics are showing us that that's not what happens. These kids get in the water. They can't swim. They get in the water anyway. They get in the water without safety devices. They get in waters that says don't get in the water. They get in the water when there's no lifeguard around. So parents aren't necessarily talking to some of these kids. And so I encourage you to have a conversation with these kids. Don't assume that they know. Sometimes they know, but telling them and sharing with them the dangers may possibly cause them to think when they're faced with that situation. The other thing is, you know, consider getting your kids lessons, swimming lessons. There are affordable lessons out there. Some parents gave the reason that cost prevented them from having the kids learn to swim, but there are affordable swimming lessons out there. The Y will sometimes have these. Some of the community colleges, high schools will have non-credit programs where you can learn to swim. I've often seen family swimming lessons. So, you know, if you as a parent, uh, perhaps you didn't learn how to swim and you have negative thoughts about that, don't share that with your own kid. Uh, Let them learn to swim, and maybe you can learn as well. I learned to swim in my 20s. I know people who learn to swim later than that in their 40s and 50s. So making a family fair is a great time to bond. You'll learn a new activity, which is great. Uh, It will keep the kids busy, keep them off the street. It's a great way to exercise for both you and the kids, so you'll look good, you'll be healthy, and you would have learned a skill that could potentially save your life or your kid's life. So please, get some swimming lessons, get the kids involved in swimming lessons so at least they learn the skill. Sometimes young girls will report that they don't learn to swim because of hair issues. Yes, I said it, hair. A simple thing like hair, but I guess it's an important thing uh, if it's going to cause trouble for you. And, you know, I, I, I do sometimes think, especially in the minority community, and I will get some flax of this, that we sometimes put way too much emphasis on hair. And there are options out there like braids and twists, whatever styles that you can use 
while you are getting the swimming lessons, get those styles. I think learning to swim is much more important than you worrying about the hair, all right? And as I say, you must speak with your children. Let them know that if there's a sign that says no swimming, then it means they should not go swimming in that water. And don't assume that they know this. Let them know that if their friends are swimming and they don't know how to swim, they need safety devices. If there are no lifeguards around, then they should not get into that water, okay? So have that conversation with the kids. Don't assume they know. Let's decrease the amount of drowning that happens this summer because we want our kids healthy and we want them alive, all right? Listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. for tools and strategies to live a healthy, happy, and successful life. For details, go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Dr. Diane A. Thompson. The next thing I wanted to share with you, and yes, this has a lot to do with July 4th, is the safe cooking, (laughs) handling of foods in a safe manner. We actually see contamination when people are out there barbecuing and they touch the uncooked meat and then they'll touch something else and you can actually spread bacteria like salmonella or E. coli. So please handle food safely. If you're going from one thing to the next, raw to cook, wash your hands in between, right? Don't just go from one thing to the next. The other thing is to cook the meat properly. Poorly cooked meats, such as hamburgers, when they're not well done, can put Again, you're at risk for a different bacterial infection, such as E. coli. The other thing is watch out for the food temperatures, right? So you want your warm food to be warm and your cold food to be cold. So you don't want your potato salad sitting in the hot sun for several hours. The bacteria will multiply. People will get sick. So please just be very careful about handling the foods. And the other thing that we don't often think about is whether or not, say you're hosting, whether or not someone is allergic to something. We don't think about it. I think about it now more so because a colleague of mine a few years ago, one of her good friends actually passed away from going to one of these cookouts. So several people brought food in. It was like a potluck kind of thing. And this guy was allergic to peanuts. He had a severe and significant peanut allergy. And the host had indicated that nothing that she had prepared had peanut in it. But there were, like I said, it was a potluck type of situation. So other people brought things. And this person consumed some of it, uh, ended up in anaphylaxis shock, was on a ventilator, eventually passed away. We don't think about these things. Uh, but when you're hosting cookouts and different events where there's a lot of foods, you really need to check to make sure your guests are not allergic to anything and that if you're taking food from other people that, you know, in, in a potluck type of, of situation that people don't include those foods to check and see what they have in those foods so that you're not exposing your guests to anything that could put their health or life at risk. 
the other thing I wanted to talk to you about for this July 4th, you know, this is huge. In the healthcare field, we are aware that certain holidays, like New Year's Eve, Memorial Day, July 4th, are days that you really don't want to be on the street. There's so much fatalities from uh, motor vehicle accidents because people drink and drive. There's certain holidays that people tend to drink and they get behind the wheels. I'm asking you this year to make a conscious decision not to get behind the wheel if you know you're going to drink. If you know you're the type who will go to these cookouts, these barbecues, and you plan on drinking, leave the car at home or get a designated driver. And, of course, that designated driver should not be drinking. Get yourself a taxi. Get yourself a friend who will come and get you if you need that. And the other thing is if you are someone who you're sober and you're getting a ride from someone else, I've seen this often and I I never understand it. I don't understand it, but people do it. You know that the driver had something to drink and he is not operating at 100%, but you and you're sober, you get in the car with that driver. I don't know if people have a death wish or they just don't think it will happen to them, but please take responsibility for your own lives. If you see that someone was drinking at these cookouts, you should not hitch a ride with them. And if you're the host, you need to say something so that, again, this person doesn't get behind the wheel, put themselves at danger, and also innocent people that are out there presented a danger as well. Let's have a safe July 4th. The final thing I wanted to talk to you about for this July 4th weekend is the fireworks. Oh, my goodness. Fireworks are beautiful, but they can be dangerous and they can be deadly. So what I really encourage you to do is consider this year, please, consider this year leaving the fireworks to the expert. A lot of times adults will set off fireworks in the backyard and you don't realize that these kids are watching you. They're like sponges. So when they are with their friends, they're going to do what they saw. So if you establish early on that these things are dangerous and you're not going to do it, that kid is more likely to follow your example. There are so many injuries that happens in and around the July 4th holiday. Uh, they, they actually say about 240 people on average will go to the emergency room every day with fireworks injury in the month around the July 4th holiday. Many times you'll see injuries to the hands and the fingers, to the face, the head, the eyes, the arms, the trunk. You can have burn injuries. You can lose digits. It's so sad the day after a celebration to hear of all these people that got injured. And like I said, just leave it to the experts. Just be with your family. Have a fabulous time. You don't need to be setting off any fireworks in the in the backyard. Again, these kids are watching. So please set good examples. We want you healthy for the July 4th holiday. We don't want to hear of all the things that went wrong the next day. And sometimes just little things you can do to prevent this from happening. So please just be conscious of what you are doing. So I believe that it for today. 
uh, for this half of the show anyway. And I, again, I'm encouraging you to stay on for the second half of my interview with Ivette Jackson. I promise you, you will learn something. And this woman is very interesting to listen to, but also you will learn really good lessons that you can apply to your own life. So please stay for the second half. I'm going to leave you with one more quote. I love these quotes. I find them inspirational. And you apparently do too because you've been leaving me notes about them. Uh, This one says, spending today complaining about yesterday won't make tomorrow any better. And boy, don't I know that, right? So uh, don't complain. Maya Angelou said that too. There's something you don't like about your life or what's going on, then change it. But don't sit there and complain. All right, so again, Thank you for joining me. I encourage you to join me every week right here on Atlanta's Incredible Radio, 1570 AM WIGO. I come on from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember that Anthony Williams is here from 6 to 7, so get on board at 6 o'clock and stay till 8. And, of course, your health is your wealth, so I encourage you to do something healthy for yourself until I see you next week. Take care, everyone. You have been listening to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. on 1570 AM WIGO. Please tune in every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the best in inspirational health information. If you have missed any part of this broadcast, would like to find out more about Dr. Diane A. Thompson, or would like to receive her ebook on stress, please go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Thompson. Remember, your health is your wealth. So do something healthy for yourself. Have a great evening.